Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility. But what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I am completely honored and privileged that you are here with me becoming the conscious mama you were born to be. Today's episode is another pop-in from the Fertility Formula community. It actually was made for a specific client within there who has a surprise pregnancy after over two years of nothing and um, her last pregnancy was a miscarriage but it comes with a little bit um, of anxiety and worry because of some underlining health issues that have not been a hundred percent addressed and she was really reaching out to see what things she could do Um, right now to increase her chances of keeping the pregnancy. As you'll see in the episode, I get a little bit tongue-tied because this is a really sticky and very sensitive topic. So I did try my best to come, um, you know, just show up raw and vulnerable myself and completely honest with you guys because honesty is what is going to get you to your ultimate goal. And um, I I do feel really privileged that I get to help you guys through these times and especially through the really difficult times because this is when we feel like the most alone. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Hi guys, I'm coming in here. My eyebrows look a little bit funny <laughs> to answer a question for um, a beautiful woman in our community who just got a positive pregnancy test, which is super exciting. Uh, First one after um, a miscarriage quite a few years ago. So there's obviously some underlining issues when we're dealing with fertility issues. If you guys have not looked at the um, fertility line uh, talk, I highly, highly recommend that. And so I'm going to come in here and try to relieve some worry, Um, but I couldn't type this out because it's just, you can see I'm tongue-tied. Okay. We got some test results back from a thyroid panel with pretty high antibodies. tipping close to Hashimoto's. Now, when we're dealing with thyroid issues, we're dealing with them for years before um, the doctors will run these type of tests. And it's usually not until you are really 
pushing or presenting with symptoms, or if you luckily get hooked up with a fertility expert that will run a full thyroid panel for you because you can present with very kind of normal and common health issues for a really long time. And then all of a sudden you get these results back that, holy shit, you're like on the border of having Hashimoto's. The great news is this is all reversible. The bad news is it's not quickly. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, and when you are pregnant with, let's say, known um, high antibodies, uh, which um, a lot of the times if you have high antibodies around your thyroid, you have high antibodies other places, which hence the unexplained um, infertility or the reoccurring miscarriages, um, high antibodies in the thyroid indicate high inflammation. Uh, this can come from leaky gut. This can come from mental and emotional issues. Um, and unchecked, it just gets worse and worse and worse. Um, presenting kind of normal and having unexplained infertility um, is a symptom, right, of issues. Uh, low progesterone levels, I know um, we're dealing with that as well. Um, and thyroid problems absolutely can disrupt your or your progesterone levels. Okay. So obviously the formula um, takes you through all the steps to reverse all these issues. It's very, um, most people need to do the same things, but just directly like towards them, right? Everyone needs to fix their diet, but what, what foods are you intolerant to and what foods aren't you, right? That's where you get specific. Everyone needs to fix their stress levels, but how, what do you resonate? Uh, what are kind of some of the underlining causes of it? Do we have some trauma that we need to work through? Is it like uh, the stress we're going through in our work right now? Is it both? Um, is it the stress of infertility? Highly likely, right? Okay, but when you are pregnant, there's not a quick fix to dramatically lower those antibodies um, unless you're working with a fertility clinic that will give you immune suppressing drugs to lower those antibodies that might affect the um, embryo to not get rejected by your body. Um, and that, but usually that, like, first you need to be underneath that care. First, you need to be having a doctor that will be willing to do that for you, understands that science, believes in it. A lot of people don't even believe in it, but it usually starts before the pregnancy. You usually have to quiet down your system and then they do it until the placenta takes over around 12 weeks. Um, uh, yeah, so that is a question that that's like the only thing that I can think of right now is that when you're pregnant, if you are working with a medical doctor that can prescribe you that type of medication to help increase the chances of, um, you know, continuing the pregnancy, that's the only thing that is like, quote unquote, that you can do right now that would instantly fix it or support it. I don't want to say fix it, but just like have an impact. All of the things that we do on a holistic and a functional side is just healing the body. So there's no, um, there's no quick fixes. 
So this is, you know, with the food sensitivity test, whichever one you took, I don't know what type, if it, if it's one that I would necessarily agree with, if that makes sense. Like there's one you can do over the counter, they test IgG and it's just not a good representation of your food intolerances. Just go with that right now, right? That's like all the information that we have, just go with it. If you want to do the MRT test right now, you can absolutely do the MRT test. It's a very um, quick turnover. Um, so meaning um, you order it through me. I order it the same day for you. The testing company gets it out like instant out that day, depending Hawaii to Florida time zone type of thing. You get the blood draw at your convenience and um, you get the test results within a week if not sooner. So it is a really quick turnaround and you can use that. Um, but once again, that isn't an instant fix in meaning that yes, it's great that you lower those food intolerances and that inflammation, but your body still has to heal from the kind of um, damage that was happening for years prior, right? Um, and then on top of that is the stress levels too. Um, it's the endocrine system, it's your hormone system. Um, you know, for me and what I talk about a lot is that that's one of the hardest things to do. Like diet was quote unquote easy for me. And especially the more I worked on my mindset, um, but like dealing with the looping system of like stress patterns, right? Like the overthinking, the overachieving, the worrying, um, all those things, they just take time to unlearn or reprogram. Um, so in early pregnancy, um, other than the medical support that, that could happen, the holistic and functional stuff is really like, you know, I like, I feel like I can't even say this because I know like my um, second pregnant, no, my fourth pregnancy, my second life birth, was I got pregnant two months after the miscarriage and that miscarriage was still completely like in my, my, my mind. And on top of that, I got pregnant naturally. So I had no medical support, which I thought my body needed. Right. Um, and I had a really big bleed at nine weeks and it ended up just being, I have a heart shaped uterus, uh, that my little baby was sat here and my lining shed from that side but like that's not what I'm thinking right <laughs> like that's not what's going through my head until we got some answers with sonogram and stuff but what I'm saying is that like when you um practice these mindset when you are working on reducing all those stress levels and making new loops and new connections it does not pr protect you from like shit happening and you having to deal with things you just go through them with a little bit more grace and that grace gets bigger and bigger the longer you work at it so it's hard to I know how hard it is for me to sit here and be like okay you need to just take care of yourself reduce the worry um, you know, yeah, stick to the diet, but I know that it is going to be like nail biting, right? And, um, it's hard, it, like you just can't switch it off. 
so um so my, my best advice right now is do the things that you can control and then you can do to lower the worry, lower the stress, uh, rest and relaxation. Um, obviously try to stick to the best diet that you feel comfortable with right now. And know that I truly believe, okay, not no, I truly believe that most pregnancies are written in the stars. So meaning that when you get pregnant, there's little to nothing you can do to make or break the pregnancy, right? Your body is already in the shape that it is right now. You can't dramatically um, change that. Even using immune suppressing drugs or any kind of drugs to help is not guaranteed. Um, both of my miscarriages were um, medically supported. so. Um, it's really tapping into just being here now, celebrating the pregnancy, um, being as, as happy as you can be and know that whatever the outcome is, um, oh, it's just like a shitty thing like to say, isn't it? Um, it's, it's just, it's written in the stars and it's part of your journey how like I know it's really really shitty but that's like all we can do right now um so I hope that helps um and maybe turn this off this part right this is for people who are listening to this in the community and eventually this goes out onto the podcast for wider support because this information needs to be out there for everyone so I want you specifically to turn this her off um, and maybe come back to it when we're just in a better position, okay? When my clients are dealing with reoccurring miscarriages, and I know this miscarriage was a long time ago, um, but I my honest advice is to use protection because when we're looking at the fertility line again is um, you're hovering here, right? Like you're getting pregnant, but you're not staying pregnant. And sometimes you're like just like below this line, maybe hovering it. When we're using holistic and functional support, you are going to raise your fertility, right? But I don't know where the line is to stop the reoccurring miscarriages. It literally might be here, just above. It might You might need to go higher. So when you're still trying to conceive and um, kind of in that, uh desperation and lack like well I can't stop trying what if this month is the month you're actually putting yourself at a risk of having another miscarriage and I've seen this with clients like if you go back into the formula and watch the replays if you're a community member we talk like people get pregnant um I have had a I have a one-to-one -one client that um right now she got pregnant over Christmas and it was like this crazy unicorn pregnancy after like a crazy shambles of an IVF that like put her in hospital and stuff. And um, it just like the health just isn't there. So it's really important. And I know it's hard. I know, no, no, it's hard. But to just take some time and really focus on your well-being, your health, your healing phase, your mental, emotional phase. Um, give it a few months. 
I know there's a minimum three, um, if not more. And then when you come back to trying to conceive, um, you can dramatically lower the chances of having another miscarriage or other issues. Because what you're doing is not, you're not only lowering those antibodies, um, you're, you're also increasing equality, hormone health, lining, all the things that you need to do to maintain and support a healthy pregnancy. Okay, this was a hard one, but I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope it helps. And uh, my fingers are crossed. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.